And hello, you are listening to the Stuttering is Cool podcast, coming to you from my home, my cozy, warm home. <laughs> it's been like wind chill minus 29 degrees Celsius here <laughs> up in Canada. Well, where I live, Toronto. I mean, Canada is so wide that, yeah, we have different, I guess you could yeah, safely say, different climates <laughs> across the country, all over the country. Um so any case, uh, yeah, if you're brand new listening to my podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, if you're a veteran listener, thank you for listening again. <laughs> thank you for staying subscribed. Um, my name is Danny. You can call me, or sorry, I'm <laughs> going backwards. You just say my, I am Daniela Rossi. You can call me Danny because my name is hard to say even, you know, for fluent speakers outside of Italy. It's an Italian name. Um, so there's your fun fact for the day. Uh, I do speak with a stutter, and I always say this in every episode. Yeah, I don't stutter when I... Well, f- for two reasons. One, I don't stutter, or or my stutter is less, a lot less. It really drops down to, um, like, almost zero uh, when I'm speaking by myself. Uh, in a situation, for example, well, talking to myself, <laughs> the way I made it sound... Um, uh, when I'm recording, for example, um, uh, but I do guarantee you, I do stutter a lot <laughs> when I'm speaking with other people and all that stuff in normal speaking situations. Um, and the second one was my stuttering did decrease over time, so I'm having trouble accepting this. I'm pushing 50. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, 50 always sounds like it's so far away right throughout your life or at least throughout my life and you know many of my peers are above the age of 50 and i don't know i'm like ooh, <laughs> so just gotta get used to it like i got used to turning 40 and turning 30. <laughs> that was funny when i tried to turn i'm not tried to turn 30 when i turned 30 oh boy was that a shocker i'm like yeah well you tried turning 50. um But you know what? Age really is just a number. I mean, we are very lucky to be reaching the age that we are now. Some people don't. So, um, and we are lucky to listen to my podcast. (laughs) No. Um, Well, today's podcast, um, you know, it's it's in two parts. So part one, I'm going to talk about the progress on my next Frankie Benke book. And part two is inspired by listener Penny from, I believe, Ireland or Northern Ireland or somewhere in the UK. I don't know. I'm sorry. I really should do my homework before podcasting. But actually, this is a spontaneous episode. Uh, so, so, so Sorry, spontaneous recording. Um, I've been meaning to record for maybe two or three weeks ever since Penny wrote um, that... Um, I believe, uh, or she had tweeted that she was doing a hundred day challenge and I think she's walking every day for a hundred days. That's, I could be wrong. Penny, feel free to correct me. Um, and she had tweeted that she was listening to my previous episode where I was walking outside in the snow and while she was walking wherever she was (laughs) up there in the North Atlantic, um, that I, get, I think there was no snow, but she was able to hear the crunch, crunch, crunching of the snow 
where I was. And here I am thinking that episode was long and boring. I'm like, I really got to stop talking um, or cut this episode short. Uh, side note, for the longest time, I've been aiming to make my episode something like no longer than 30 minutes, you know, maybe 20 minutes, maybe even 10. Um, but it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to do so. Uh, and listener Dana, um, uh, was it a tweet? I think it was a tweet as well. Uh, she had said that she enjoyed another one of my episodes. And I'm like, okay, well, good to get the feedback because without feedback, I don't know. <laughs> if people are listening or if, or if they're even thinking, my gosh, this guy just keeps rambling on. Uh, or if they're enjoying, if they're not enjoying, or what they even think about the episodes. So, so, th- so thank you, Penny, and thank you, Dana, for your feedback. So the inspiring part from Dana's post about listening to my podcast while she walks. I thought, okay, I'll record a podcast, especially for her walking, if she's listening. <laughs> Although I just realized a little bit full of myself to think, yeah, she's going to listen to my podcast while she walks. Uh, even if you don't, it's fine, Penny, <laughs> or, or anybody else. Um, now, it's the second part of this podcast, um, which... Um, I recorded a few weeks back. Um, it's uh, me in the same place where I recorded my previous episode. It's like a small, not a park, but I mean, there was a park, but it's like a little conservation area. There's a river and a lot of geese. And I was just on my walk one day and um, suddenly I swear they must have been 300, maybe even more geese flying overhead. And you, And I'm sure you've seen photos of how birds in general when they fly south in the winter or fly in general they fly in a v-shape so they're all over me and making a racket like a pleasant one um and they just kept coming coming and i thought i have got to record this and in fact when i heard them coming from a distance because i knew what was coming because i experienced this in winters past i thought i gotta get my phone out freezing cold outside but i'm like okay i gotta get my phone out (laughs) I gotta record this uh not not video because i knew it wasn't really gonna do justice and my phone's an old phone and it's pretty slow so i thought i'll record this because it might provide some interesting um what we called in the early days of podcast i'm not sure if they still use the term but sound seeing tours um so that's going to come part two. And I just realized you're probably hearing a lot of my dry mouth that I have. I forgot to bring my glass of water. So I'm going to try not to <laughs> do a lot of dry mouth. What I have is my my headset, my earphone, my iPhone ear thing, <laughs> uh, headphones. So, um, you know, while I record my iPhone, because I'm... Having, I'm holding my iPad in my hand and I'm going to give you a rundown of the progress of my book, which is a follow not, no, no, you know, no, not really a follow up to my book, Stuttering is Cool, a guide to podcasting, not podcasting, Stuttering is Cool, a guide to stuttering in a fast talking world, which is a, which is, um, all my tips and stuff on, actually, I'm going to go get a drink of water. Hold on.
Okay, there we go. Oh, good. I'm actually recording in my bedroom because the acoustics are really well, like they're good. <laughs> um, although that's not going to solve the uh, dry mouth problem. So, uh, my gosh, I'm actually winded from the stairs. That's what I don't like about this pandemic, right? Like I haven't, well, pandemic plus really cold winter. <laughs> haven't been exercising much. So uh, yeah, my book, Stuttering School Guide to Stuttering the Fast Talking World. My tips on how I stepped out of my comfort zone, just various techniques, um, how I stepped out of my comfort zone. Whew, I need to catch my breath. <laughs> um, in step out of my comfort zone in stirring openly, becoming comfortable with that idea because uh, I found that just letting people know that you stutter and stirring openly, uh, you know, and growing that thick skin um, helps. Like it gets you, like people know that you're stuttering. They know what's going on. And you find out that 99% of the time they're perfect, or even all of the time, they're perfectly fine with their stuttering. Um, and it's not an issue if they know that you're okay with it they know they could be okay with it too they know okay it's not an issue um you just got to educate people that's all um and it has comics featuring frankie banky the stuttering fox that adorns the um the podcast cover-up art here um and if you go to frankiebanky.com f-r-a-n-k-y b-a-n-k-y.com uh, you'll see all of like a bunch of comics that i posted I cover things like how to tell people that you stutter. I have parodies of the King's Speech. Um, I have a lot of COVID jokes or, or, or stuttering in a pandemic jokes. I mean, can't really joke about COVID. People have died. Uh, and there's a lot of severe division all over the world. Um, so, so long story short, I'm working on a graphic novel. Well, not really a graphic novel, but a, it's a graphic novel. <laughs> but of a collection of stories um and i've written see one two three four stories so far and that's what i want to talk about uh this book is actually aimed at um well it's for all ages but aimed at ages say seven or eight and no 13 when they're the preteens uh because my first book stuttering school that one uh was more for the adult who stutters you know the teenager who's who stutters so um so i don't know how many stories i'll have in this book i do have a deadline i created myself and i hope i can make it uh for release in october which means i have to finish the book by august 30 31st 30th does august have a 31st i think it does yeah <laughs> If it does, I just gave myself an extra day, um, or rather the middle of September, maybe. Um, but I do need time to have the book printed and all that stuff. But long story short, um, the purpose of the book, well, originally I was planning a series. I don't know if I will end up doing a series if this book, people likes the books. Then I'll do a series. <laughs> so the whole idea is stories where Frankie or the stories are not about Frankie Banky stuttering. He's just a character who happens to stutter. He goes on adventures just like everybody else. You know, it's like what if Captain America stuttered? What if uh, 
Superman stuttered? What if no, in, no Harry Potter stuttered? No, what, whatever. Like, yes, Professor Quirrell did stutter, which was a very poor description of stuttering or portrayal of stuttering. But you get my drift. So, so because this is the first book, first of potentially many, uh, I figure let me introduce his stuttering and the experiences of his stuttering. But Frankie Banky is the role model of here's no the role model of the confidence stutterer <laughs> it's okay to use that word um uh you know that i would like to teach kids um uh you know to give them the option you know hey the option of stuttering openly owning your stutter advocating for yourself and such so the first story is called meet frankie banky if you go to my instagram account yeah i think i talked about this the last two episodes uh at hey frankie banky member ky ky um i'll also have links in the show notes uh in the story highlights you see there's hey frankie banky and there's meet tiger so oh and the tiger analogy so those three make up the first three stories excuse me i'm gonna take a drink um so what i did was i retrofitted them um and i expanded uh a bit for this book so meet frankie banky is pretty much so i'll act i'll i'll actually do a reading um so it's basically you know titled <laughs> meet frankie banky frankie banky is a mighty artist that's what the first panel says so there's a picture of him there's a drawing of him uh painting he's he's at an easel and he's painting uh next panel uh he you know a mighty bubble soccer champ he plays bubble soccer so it's a picture of him actually this is going to go on for a very long time if i describe every single panel <laughs> which is not my intent so what i'll say is you know he's head butting uh the soccer ball i'm not I'm not even sure if you can even do that in bubble soccer i've never seen I, i've never played it i've seen videos of it and i've seen it being played at a distance in iceland it was really cool, Nine, uh, 19, 2016, when I went to Iceland for the first time, uh, a friend of mine, uh, um, he had he was showing me around, and I saw from a distance. Uh, <laughs> it was really cool. Um, Frankie, continuing, Frankie Banky is a mighty chef with a specialty in cream pies. And then the following panel has him throwing the cream pie at somebody, uh, for epic pie fights, uh, he's a mighty squeeze box player. So there's a picture of him in a, in, on a concert stage playing the squeeze box. He's a mighty martial artist. Um, in this one, he's fighting a dragon, a fire-breathing dragon, uh, a mighty hunter for pirate treasure in the deep sea. Uh, you can imagine, you know, he's in a, wearing scuba gear underwater, approaching a treasure chest. And battle mighty giant octopi. Okay, I think I have a grammar mistake here. Wait, a mighty hunter for pirate treasure in the deep sea and battle mighty giant oct. He's a mighty. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that. <laughs> and then followed by a scene in outer space. He's in a spaceship and he's fighting space aliens. Um, and I continue. You know, he's also a hobbyist and engineer. And you see, he's putting on a jetpack. Uh, he's a mighty amateur astronomer and he's using the jetpack to fly up into the night sky and he's observing the Aurora Borealis, um, also known as the Northern Lights, or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, the Southern Lights. Um, and 
then the next panel, his jet fuel uh, starts going putt, 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 running out of fuel, or it's malfunctioning, and he plummets and smashes into the ground. And then the next panel says, Frankie Binky also recycles. So he has the jetpack, the broken jetpack, in his recycling box, and he's walking it, <laughs> carrying over to the curb. And I do continue. He, Frankie Binky is strong. He's lifting up the barbell over, a very heavy barbell over his head. He's brave enough to climb the highest, steepest mountain. He's courageous just to pick berries on top of that high, steepest mountain that I drew in the previous panel that I didn't mention. And then you see him go, whoops. So he's picking the, ba the berries, but he f actually falls down the mountain. Goes, ah, down the mountain. But then uh, the picture is like a silhouette of him uh, deploying a parachute. And next panel, it's Frankie Banky um, parachuting down and taking pictures. And the caption says Frankie Banky also takes aerial photography the hard way. And, he, and you know, he's going, ooh. <laughs> so he lands on the ground. You know, uh, I guess he wraps up his uh, parachute into his uh, backpack. And he thinks to himself now to go home and make paint with these berries. Uh, that's actually from the original plot I had for my graphic novel, which was supposed to have been a graphic novel, like a proper one, of just one plot, not like many different different stories. But then I recently changed my idea of making to a collection of stories because that original plot, like I mentioned in previous episodes, um, it was just too complicated and things didn't really make sense. Um, and plus, short stories are more my style, are things that I've you know, been doing for a while. And Frankie Banky is fearless, except for, and then, so there he is, he's painting his, his uh, painting, and the phone rings, and he's freaking out. <laughs> he's jumping at the phone, ringing. You know, I'm realizing I'm reading this really fast, so sorry, Penny, <laughs> or anybody, if I'm making you walk faster. Or, you know what? podcast listening software comes with the you can slow down <laughs> the audio but i'm gonna try and calm down you know i'm still all hyper from having gone to get my glass of water so the phone is ringing and frankie banging is you know like he's scared and he's thinking to himself i'll let it go to voicemail but what if it's an important call so the phone keeps ringing and he's trying to muster up his courage saying do not be afraid do not be afraid he's just about to pick up the phone and it's an old tiny phone, <laughs> so it's not a cell phone. I probably should have used a cell phone, but I kind of like, well, I'm, I'm pushing 50, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm used to this stuff in comics, and I kind of like having um, this stuff in my comics. So he's about to pick up the phone, and he lets go, and you know he has, a, he has his cell phone in his hand, and he goes, why couldn't they have texted me instead? Um, so next panel, he's, he's building up his courage and he answers the phone and he's stuttering, you know, his <laughs> hello, which is something for the longest time. I had a hard time answering the phone and I hated it. Uh, it took me forever to say hello. At one point I was saying hello and the different responses I got to that, they were not, like they made me feel even worse. Um, let me take a drink of water. So this guy, so the person on the other end, 
is a is a dog <laughs> and he and he makes an appearance in my first book stuttering is cool um so i thought it would be cool to have him here too <clears throat> excuse me so he's asking is somebody there <laughs> because frankie banky is still stuttering he's he's blocking on the h like <laughs> and so this dog character named his his name is actually boombox <laughs> which is a dumb name for a character uh and he's asking uh is your phone broken and frankie binky is thinking to himself i'm so embarrassed and he's remembering back to a time of being teased in school about his stuttering so boombox replies well if you can hear me i'd like to talk to frankie binky and frankie binky stamps his foot on the ground to make his his words come out and he goes that's me and boombox replies oh good your phone is working now and you know he's and Frankie Bengi is embarrassed and he's thinking yeah <laughs> and Boombox you know he's at his desk and he says well I'm calling from the ye old hot air balloon shop you had ordered our mighty G2XL turbo model red and Frankie Bengi is replying yeah and then he stamps his foot again and he says yes to which Boombox replies we're, well we're out of red would you like a blue or green one and he's blocking on blue and he's singing to, us, to himself blue blue green and now off to the side is tiger which uh, will meet that character soon um and boombox replies green it is i'll ship your hotter balloon today bye and frankie binky is sad now and he's thinking hmm i really wanted blue to be continued because now we move on to the tiger analogy of stuttering. So that's a tiger character. And I've talked about this many times on this episode. So uh, let's say we have a ferocious tiger that represents our stuttering. We can try to lock the tiger in a cage. So there's this tiger and Frankie Banky has locked him in a cage. But he's too powerful for the cage so he bursts through it. The tiger is able to escape whenever he wants, and when he escapes, he will pounce on you. So here's a drawing of the tiger, you know, breaking through the cage, and he's pouncing on Frankie Banky. It won't work if you try to deal with this ferocious tiger by turning your back on him, which also means, you know, when you switch words, you know, order stuff you don't want to order, let me take a drink. The tiger will continue to pounce on you. You think to yourself... And then here's a comic, like a mini comic of Frankie Banky thinking to himself the tiger is not there. However, the tiger is pouncing on him and he's going, ow, the tiger is not there, ow, the tiger is not there, ow, it repeats. Hiding your stutter does not seem to work. So you turn to face a tiger. It may be scary, but you confront him. And so here's a drawing of Frankie Banky confronting this tiger. And the tiger may pounce on you at first, but you don't let him make your decisions. So here's a drawing, an illustration of, you know, the phone call uh, scene once again of Frankie Banky blocking on the word blue, blue, blue. Your tiger slowly begins to lose its power over you and you begin to experience more peace and control over your life. You may even get into voluntary stuttering, which gives you even more power. Stuttering used to make you afraid of talking, but as your tiger becomes as ferocious, you reach that point where you're more in control of yourself and your speech, 
regardless of how you talk. Now, there's tigers sitting by, nice and tame, gentle and friendly and not intimidating and not dangerous at all. In that illustration of Frankie Binky's, you know, stuttering through the word blue on the phone. You now have your tiger on a leash and you walk around town. And yes, there is an, uh, this is accompanied by an illustration of Frankie Binky holding a walking tiger on his leash. You now have a tiger on a leash and you walk around town. Your fear of talking and stuttering is now minimal. You may even go up to people and stutter on purpose. You take the tiger back off a leash and you're petting him. And the accompanying photo is Frankie Banky petting a gentle and smiling um, tiger. I don't know. I wonder if I should have him purring. <laughs> um, and then finally, when you face a tiger, the tiger can back down. When you face stuttering, it will be so much easier to manage than when you try to turn your back on it. Ooh, mental note, I gotta add an end to that page. Uh, now, meet Frankie Benke, part two. So we're back, uh, so we're on the phone. Um, and so the phone call or the phone conversation continues and Boombox is saying, oh wait, I have one more question. Uh, you had also ordered, ordered the GPS upgrade. We're all out of GPS systems. Except for our battery-less GPS system for half price, it's basically a box of fold-out maps. Would you be interested in that feature? And Frankie Banky is replying, yeah, 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 and to which Boombox saying, hello, hello, the line seems to be acting up again. Frankie Banky continues, I'm st st still he here. I speak with a st 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 stutter. To which Boombox replies, oh, and he's all flustered now. Oh, um, that's okay. That's because I love it when fluenters, <laughs> you know, like they're like, oh, that's why, you know, when you get that look that they give you, you know. Uh, and so Frankie Bingy is smiling when he's doing all of this. Um, because when you started with, I mean, when you disclose with a smile, or even when you started with a smile, right, uh, it shows, right, that you're comfortable. So back to the comic, he's saying, hey, no worries, I ju ju just need a little, 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 little. That was a real stutter, by the way. <laughs> I just need a little extra time to say what I need to say. Which Boombox replies, yes, yes, absolutely. Would you like the batteryless GPS system? Yeah, 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 yes. And Frankie Banky is thinking to himself this time, I feel much better when I let people know. And Boombox replies, great, I'll order your, I'll ship your order today, bye. And Frankie Banky says, wait, ho, ho, hold on. Yes, Boombox replies, I'd l l like the blue hot air balloon. Instead of the green, r r right. Okay, blue it is. I'll ship your order today. Bye. And the la and the story ends with the phone. No, the phone call is over, and Frankie Bingy is happy. He's happy, and Tiger is walking by him. And the end. Now we meet a very short <laughs> meet Tiger, and that's the name of the Tiger T I dash G E R. He's spelled as a block. Um, and you know, it's funny, I never really had an official pronunciation. I never even thought of how to pronounce his name until an SOP asked me, how do you pronounce that? And I, oh, <laughs> so taking a drink. Uh, I'm, pl I'm planning on adding that as part of the story, how to pronounce his name, part of the book. Uh, I just haven't decided how to explain it. But so first panel, 
um, is Frankie Bain, uh, sorry, Tiger looking inquisitively at a roll of toilet paper, <laughs> uh, you know, in the bathroom hanging on the wall there. And he sniffs at it, you know, just like how cats do. And there's a caption saying, Tiger unintentionally creates mighty mischief. And Tiger pats the toilet paper and the toilet paper unrolls itself. Now, if you've ever seen uh, videos of cats playing with toilet paper, or if you have a cat yourself and you've seen your cat encounter a roll of toilet paper, you know they go nuts <laughs> with, the, with the toilet paper. So next scene is Tiger bursting through the door. The front door chasing after the roll of toilet paper. And I drew this in the style of Calvin Hobbes as a little bit of a tribute. And the, and the, and the next two pages are the next, well, it's like a spread, like left side and the right side of the page. He chases the toilet paper all over the town, covering everything in toilet paper. The trees, the street lights, the houses, the cars, the park. And the next panel you know, we're out in space and you could see he covered the whole earth with toilet paper. Even the moon and the International Space Station and on the moon is an alien saying, hey, poking his head through the toilet paper. And that alien we'll see later on in the book. And the final page, I told you it will be a short book, is Tiger happily walking with um, the toilet paper in his mouth. And... You know, he's on the floor now playing with a roll of toilet paper and Frankie Banky's off in the distance walking with the cream pie that he just made and he's really happy. He doesn't even notice or see Tiger there on the floor and he, and he flips over him. Oh, I forgot to mention the previous page where he's toilet papering the whole world. It's, it conti the caption continues. Remember how it says he unintentionally creates mischief? So the caption there continues with uh, mayhem <laughs> and on this one uh, Frankie Bingy trips over Tiger um, you know and he falls flat into the uh, coconut cream pie so Frankie Bingy falls with his face into the coconut cream pie there's this big splat and the caption reads and mirth the end so that's the end of the first three story actually actually four but they really blend into together so uh, that took me about two months <laughs> to draw. Um, and my next book, um, oh, sorry, the next story, I just finished fleshing out the plot. So that's going to involve the hot air balloon. So you'll see the stories are connected, but they're not at the same time. Not sure. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's my style. I tend to start one way, then I realize, oh, it's moving in a different direction. It's kind of like the way it's moving. So that's how it is. So I uh, hope that entices you to, you know, be excited about my book. I'm going to post uh, these opening chapters on my coffee page, ko-fi.com. Um, and you know, be like a, like a virtual tip jar if you want to add like a dollar or whatever. And it'll help support me in building this book. Um, and now... My walk with the geese. Okay, it is Friday, Friday! <laughs> uh, January the 7th, 2022. Uh, sometime after 5 p.m. going for a walk. You could hear under my feet 
the crunch crunch of the snow there's also ice walking where I where I walked last time my last episode and all of a sudden hundreds of Canadian geese flew over head it was like what I imagine World War II might have been like with all the airplanes and they landed <laughs> all in the in the pond I talked about in my previous episode and other episodes when I recorded here so you could probably hear the fracas <laughs> that they're creating I'm actually uh, I don't know maybe over 400 meters away from them if my math is incorrect but I'm slowly going towards the pond <laughs> it's actually hilarious to hear and what happens is like one goose decides to take off and they all take off or they all go straight here Man, I'd take a photo if, uh, if it wasn't too dark. <laughs> I can't help but chuckle. Geese, as far as the eye could see. I'm walking over the bridge now. some ducks too. walking around the pond so the pond isn't frozen and I think the water is warmish because during the summer it heats up and slowly cools down in the winter or something like that I never quite understood that but in the winter this pond is full of geese even on the coldest days so it's got to be warm and in the summer they're all gone So this is the part of the pond that looks like it's frozen but only on top. You can see a little hole where the ice has melted. So I'm trying to describe <laughs> as you could hear. Because even if I try to take a photo I don't think it'll do it justice. Now to give you an idea 
what I'm looking at. continue my little tour of the perimeter of the pond. Now there are houses here too, so every night the owners are treated to this concert. If you've had a chance to listen to my previous episode, I reached a part where there's a hill, a small hill, and I and it was muddy and I was you know, being careful not to slip down. So that's where I am right now. And because of the snow, it's hard to tell where there's ice. It's a great, it's a great way to break your knees or something. There we go, I survived. Okay, now I'm on the other side of the pond, walking towards the bridge again. Wonder what they're honking about. And on the ground, I could see footprints of the geese and the ducks. And other people's footprints and dog prints. It's about minus 12 Celsius right now, but not that cold. That sound you heard was uh, the sign saying, please don't swim <laughs> in the pond. Uh, you're probably hearing or not the wind blowing. Here come some more ducks and geese. So they might get up and leave. Oh, there's Venus and the moon. Very cool. It's like a part party going on. And to think I almost didn't come out for a walk. gotta get back home because it's cold.
and here I am at the bridge again. We even have a Muscovite duck, which is a huge duck with a white head, brownish body, large orange feet, kind of like a chicken. <laughs> if you cross a chicken with a goose, if that even makes sense. this phone off it's cold I think the battery is gonna go because it's too cold <laughs> and that was my little sound scene tour with a lot of geese and ducks <laughs> and one muscovite duck um, well so much for reaching my goal of making my podcast episode only well, under 30 minutes but <laughs> thank you for listening consider subscribing do a search wherever it is that you're listening to your podcast and chances are it's there, Stuttering School Podcast. Uh, I would love to hear from you, your thoughts on, you know, comments, you know, record something, maybe about four minutes. Uh, email, you know, use the voice memo app on your phone, email to me at coolstutter at gmail.com and keep it clean. <laughs> and I'll play it on the next episode of my podcast. And just a note about... Um, if you want to like reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, so I'm on an iPhone SE and for the longest time, I, I don't seem to get my mentions. Like when people send me or like they mention me on Twitter, it drives me crazy. So if I don't reply right, right away, it's my phone, not me. <laughs> and it's not me ignoring you. Um, but I'm fine on Instagram. Doesn't happen on Instagram. Doesn't happen on the Facebook group page or the Facebook page yeah uh, in any case um, uh, I have no outro um, if you oh yes I do the Frankie the stuttering school shop I've been meaning to rename the Frankie Banky store or the Frankie Banky shop but stuttering school shop it's my Etsy shop do a search on stuttering school and it'll show off uh, I'll have the link in the show notes um, where you could order my book, Stuttering School, A Guide to Stuttering the Fast Talking World. My Frankie Banky Stuttering Awareness Pins, or as I call them in the UK, or Penny is, or Northern Ireland, um, uh, badge, badges. Uh, they have funny sayings like, sure, I stutter, what are you good at? And my Frankie Banky Saga, little, super short little book. Um, it, it's like an Icelandic Viking saga parody that I made for the Iceland Stuttering Congress that took place in 2019 before this pandemic. Um, check it out. And there's also stutteringiscool.com. Yeah, so many links, so many links. I love to create things. And so until next time, may your stuttering always be with confidence. Ciao.